This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Madison remains in for Cook. Second down and 13. As Cousins throws, Osborne, touchdown, Vikings win! You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth, from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday reacting to NFL Week 6. We'll talk to Mike Lombardi, our NFL insider for Odyssey, coming up top of next hour. Later on the show, Ryan McDonough on the NBA, which starts tomorrow night. And we will uh, update everyone on series prices. We have a new favorite for the World Series with a couple games down in each LCS. But you heard the call there, Kenny Albert on the call yesterday. By the way, doesn't Panthers-Vikings, isn't that the ultimate Kenny Albert game? One o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. Panthers-Vikings. <laughs> like, right. that's, that's a Kenny Albert game. It was a good game, though. Back and forth, overtime. Vikings win. They get to three and three. So we have a poll up here at BetQL Daily, Aaron. Which of the uh, three and t- three and three teams are people backing as a playoff contender? And um, the Vikings come in at fifty-one percent plus one sixty-six, followed by the Panthers plus three eighty twenty-five percent, and then the Steelers plus three fifty twenty-one percent, only three percent backing the Broncos. The Vikings, though, I mean. I, I had to suffer through Kirk Cousins' growing pains when he was in Washington, but he's having a great season so far. 33 of 48 for 373 yards and three touchdowns. Um, the Cousins to Osborne touchdown to win that game in overtime was pretty awesome. I got to hand it to him. The guy's having a good season. Can't deny so I voted, it. Yeah, I voted for the Vikings here. I think they're the right play. I mentioned on on Friday that I thought the, the loser of this game is going to have a hard time making the playoffs. The winners probably got whatever small inside track. Like we talked earlier, there's five teams in the NFC that stand out, which means there's about nine teams for two spots. I think we can just get rid of the Lions. I know Joe wants to get rid of the Lions off the face of the earth. We could take them out of the mix. They're 0-6. And the Giants are horrendous at 1-5. So there are nine teams in the NFC between two and three wins. And two of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Of, of those, it's Saints, it's Bears, it's Panthers, it's Vikings, it's you know Washington, Philadelphia, Seattle. I think the Vikings are, are the best or close to the best of that bunch. I went with Panthers I, I just because it's value. The reason I didn't go Vikings is here's their schedule coming up. Uh, they've got the bye in week number seven. Dallas, Baltimore, L.A. Chargers, Green Bay, San Francisco. Have fun with that, Vikings, over the next five weeks, or five games, I should say. 
So, I mean, it was torn, but there wasn't much value there. So they're three and three after their overtime win. So they have an overtime loss, an overtime win on the season. You know, th- this was another game. We talked about Dallas, New England, how the score uh, should have been much different than, uh, than showed up because of the domination in the box score. The Vikings dominated that game, and they mm-hmm. needed overtime. Why? Because there was a short touchdown drive, 18-yard touchdown drive for Carolina, a blocked punt return for a touchdown. When you have that happen, it's going to throw things off a little bit. But, man, you talk mm. about domination. Yards per play was 6.8 to 4.5. The yardage was 571. Like, 500 Ooh. is ridiculous. <clears throat> Almost 600 yards to 306. Where was Carolina before that uh, – 96-yard touchdown drive to force overtime. They did nothing all game. Sam Darnold is horrendous. Don't make any more excuses for him. Don't talk about him missing McCaffrey. No, he's got a couple of good wideouts. He barely gets Robbie Anderson involved. I know he got into the end zone finally yesterday. But, man, Carolina's rough to back. And for some reason, I picked them because it was over plus 300. And they're sitting at 3-3. and I'm expecting them to get a little bit better. But, uh main reason is it's it's a tough road for the Vikings coming up and it's an easier road for the Panthers that's a great yeah. point now now that you bring that up I do like the Panthers I've changed my mind because they've got the Giants Falcons Patriots Cardinals obviously that'll be tough Cardinals stink. Wash Washington <laughs> football team Dolphins <laughs> Falcons Trash. again oh my <laughs> gosh the Panthers I mean Sam Darnold had a couple good games and I was obsessed with him for a hot second but I'm off that now <laughs> I mean, yeah. every time Aaron's like, I'm in, I I'm out. When she she's in, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> if I get a crush on you, just your life's about to fall apart. It's over. It's over. <laughs> I, I will say football. Or... <laughs> just a general. Hey, you can ask my ex-boyfriends. I don't know. So I, I will say, yes, the Panthers have the easier schedule. But two things, why I like the Vikings better. The, the Panthers have to go one full game to clear them now, right? They have the head-to-head if we get to that point late in the season. They have the head-to-head. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, Sam, I mean, Sam Darnold's completed 48% of his pass the last two weeks. Aaron, you reel off the Panthers' schedule. They could lose any of those games. <laughs> they Sam could, playing. but it's He's a terrible. lot better than the Vikings' schedule. Sure, but you know, of the four teams, right, because the Steelers and Broncos also part of the discussion. We'll talk about them next. Yeah. The best quarterback's Kirk Cousins. He's the best quarterback of all those, all four of those teams. Darnold, Ben Roethlisberger, Teddy Bridgewater. I'll take Cousins. I know it's an unpopular thing to, to back Kirk Cousins. I've been doing it for a long time. I'll keep doing it. He played well yesterday, and they um, they have a chance, right? And they started off what were they one and three, and they won their last two, right? They were one and three. Yeah, he, he also has the best supporting cast by far. Totally, totally. Of course he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean he's got that, and he uses it. He, he did a good job, and. I think they have a real chance. How about the other two teams here? Uh, the AFC side of this uh, three and three mix. Broncos started off three and zero. Boy, mm-hmm. is that falling fast! Well, what's been a bigger fall, Broncos or Panthers? It's the same thing. Three and zero to three thing. and three. Yeah, two two defensive teams get out to the hot start against bums, and then Carolina. They're, they're... <laughs> <laughs> their, their start was against Bears. It's teams, true, right? though. Who have the Broncos yeah. really beat? And no, nobody. the Jets, the, <laughs> the, the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Giants. Like you, Giants. That's, those are three of the five worst teams. You're in the bad if you don't beat those teams. I mean, how yeah. many times do I have to say Denver's bump slayers? Uh, I'll say that of all my picks this weekend, if there, I don't. You, isn't there always one that kind of stands out that yeah. you're on from earlier in the week? And most people weren't expecting it, and you feel more proud. Like, I feel like I should have got a win and a half with Vegas. I was on that early. I was like, no, they lose their coach. He lose a play caller. 
they're distracted, all this stuff going. No, no, no. They came Vegas balled yeah. out, man. And that was awesome. And it kind of had me thinking, man, they really hate John Gruden. They were so happy that that dude was the hell out of there. Uh, I agree. It made me yeah. think because they came out, scored first, and I was like, wow, the tension must have been going on for a while in that building. That It's almost like without even knowing what's going on, like having covered that team and being around it, it feels like weight was just lifted off sure. their shoulders the way they came out. And Derek Carr was like talking about, yeah, I was telling the guys, we just got to compartmentalize. Like, I was like, wow, this guy, he got the team ready to go. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And I think it was the perfect opponent. Not just that the Broncos aren't that good. Yeah. They know them so well, right? Like, they didn't need a head coach to, to, to come up with a whole new thing to beat that team. They, they face them twice a year. Fanzio's been there a few years, so Carr's faced his defense and those looks. I th- That was – and now next week, the next few weeks, right, if the Raiders sustain this, that'd be great for them. Like, that, that's awesome if they could do it and, and kind of ride the wave without Gruden. But, but I think it was a perfect combination. Joe, you read the handicap right uh, on the game itself. And then I think all of the talk around, like, what are they going to do about their coach? This was the week they didn't really need a coach. Like, they could just – they know this right. team. That was easy. But didn't – didn't you guys also notice it was more of a balanced attack under Gruden? They're throwing the ball a lot more. And maybe it was just because they were playing Denver, but I felt like they were running the ball and had a pretty balanced attack that we don't normally see with Gruden. Okay, I, I, um, we're going to bring it to real life. Just something that I considered is some of those offensive coaches, maybe even Greg Olson, who's calling the plays, and he's been in this league for decades doing just that. A lot of times we, we have bosses or coworkers, and we would – Watch how they operate and think, man, if I was the boss, if I was making the call, I wouldn't do that. They're doing this wrong and that wrong. And then they now they have their opportunity. And maybe we saw some of that with the offensive play calling. For some reason, Gruden was not using uh, play action at all, which is essential nowadays. I, and, you know, of course, the turnovers helped. And the other part of it is looking at the Broncos side. Teddy Bridgewater has been bad now for a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. Concussion or no concussion. He was bad before. And he's been bad now a couple of weeks after. So that, that's also part of it. Teddy covers, you know, do we still call him that? 3-0 and against the spread to start the season. 0-3 against the spread last few weeks. That's the trend we're going to hear a lot about in their next game. Oh, Teddy has a dog on the road. You got to back him. You got to back him. I I wouldn't have much confidence back in the Broncos. And they're, they're missing so many of their offensive weapons right now. And guys in the O-line keep going down. I don't want anything to do with the Broncos right now. They are just a fade or nothing to me. Yeah, I agree. And they're in uh, Cleveland Thursday Night Football. So we mentioned the wow. NFC earlier. Up is, teams. That's going to be I up. know. On a short week where you can't even. Yeah. I mean, I heard Baker yesterday. Basically, they asked him, like, are you okay to play? Or is this worse than last time? And he just kind of like, he's like grunting. He's not even saying words. Like, he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> Um, that's brutal so, for that quick turnaround sure, for him. Of course it is. Ooh. And that we're getting to the part of the season now where attrition starts to really settle in now, yeah. right? Like guys are getting banged up. Teams are getting banged up. And and the buys, they it feels like they extended them, I think, because of the long season. Like there's the, they don't have the super early buy this year. I think this was the first week of buys, right? Week six is our first Correct. buy week. 
Correct. And the I think the Eagle. I know from the Eagles. The Eagles have a bye week very late. It might be fourteen. So that means six to four. It's either thirteen or fourteen. It's late. So I think it's like the second weekend. Second weekend of December, they have their bye. So like, depending on where your bye lands, I think it's a big deal, right? Like if you have a bye early and you're a playoff team, by the time you get the second week of January, you haven't had a break for three and a half months or whatever. So it's a thing. We talk about the NFC playoff contenders. The Steelers Broncos here. If you had a back one, so we I voted Vikings over the Panthers. You guys voted Panthers over Vikings. Yeah. Let's separate the poll here. If you guys had to pick one, Broncos Steelers to make the playoffs, I would pick the Steelers. Ooh. I'm going to yeah. go off of two things. One, they have the head to head similar to the Vikings over the Panthers. They beat them last week. And two, I mean, think about that Broncos division. I can make a strong case right now. They're the worst team in their division. And you can all say the same thing about the Steelers, right? They're, they're both, I think you can make a fair case. They're both the bottom of that division. But, boy, those are some tough games. They still have to, to come against Kansas City twice, Chargers twice, and they have to go to the Raiders. I think yesterday was their first division game. So they still have five games within that division um, already left this season. I'd rather back the Steelers. But to be honest, I, if I had a ticket on either of these teams, I wouldn't be happy. No. Well, that's why I went right to the NFC because the bottom right. of the playoff picture for the NFC is so weak. And then, I don't know, is the AFC strong? Cincinnati is in at 4-2. and two. Are we all in on Cincinnati? I, I like the Bengals. I do, too. Yeah, that division is super interesting. The Bengals uh, look good, yeah. Yeah. So for that last spot for the moment, we'll see what Tennessee does tonight, and they could move to 4-2. and two. But for the last spot, it's right now Pittsburgh 3-3. Three and three. It's Denver 3-3. Three and three. Kansas City, Cleveland. I mean, that's why I jumped to the NFC because I don't th I don't think either of them are going to make it. And we think Ben's washed now. Talk to me in two months. I mean, they might have to bench his ass. <laughs> like, they were lucky to get a win against Geno Smith last night thanks to TJ Watt. I mean, listen, they're lucky they played Geno Smith. That guy couldn't move the football from, for pockets of that game at a time. Then he gave it away. These teams... Boy, it, it, like three and three, they all probably all feel generally okay about themselves right now because there's a lot of season left and they're in the mix. Yeah. But they all have issues. I mean, they, they all do. And I just, they both could be last place teams. They both probably will be last place teams. Let's think the Raiders are about to fall down. But I still think Cleveland will figure it out unless the injuries just ruin their season. And I, I just can't see the, the Steelers finishing above the Bengals at this point. They're not as good you know, as in, in retrospect, it was... It was probably an easier handicap, but there were a lot of games that we liked this week. I mean, when you see this Steelers team favored by more than a field goal, you should just probably yeah. go against that. Just go against that. I mean, it was Gino. We we didn't yeah. want to we didn't want to back Gino. That's what. Well, it was. we didn't know. We didn't know what he yeah. was going to look like in 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 the second half. What do you have? He had four scoring drives in the second half, so he kind of yeah. looked like he did in that Thursday night game when he came in off the bench. So, I mean, it was fourteen to nothing. We thought it was going to be all Pittsburgh. If you're if you were watching that game, I don't know. Maybe if you had any sense, you're probably watching more of the baseball. That was much more I exciting. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, God, they could have flexed that game. I would have flexed. Really, it had a good finish, so you can use the flex twice between weeks five and ten. Okay. And I, I was looking at the upcoming games. I I would have flexed that one, but they they got a good finish, and it was on when the baseball was over. So maybe the ratings are fine. They didn't care about it. That's weird, though. I mean, S Seattle. I, mean, I know Pittsburgh is a Steelers you know, fan base. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a big one. But I'm super. I didn't realize they could do it this year. So just quickly, here are the upcoming ones: um, Colts, 49ers next week. 
they can't flex that, right? Because they have to do it already, or can they? Yeah, do it now? I think it's eight days advance. I'd have to. Okay, yeah. so so that's probably up. Cowboys Vikings are not going to flex out the Cowboys. No. Titans Rams in Week Nine, mm. and then They'll Chiefs keep that Raiders because they're two good teams. And then Chiefs Raiders are going to keep Mahomes. They're not going to flex out of Mahomes. Unless Raiders are four and two. Yeah. So they're not going to use a flex here. That's interesting. I would have used it last night. What could you? What could they have gone to? See, uh, okay. but that, CBS, then you CBS run the Ravens Chargers. Or... And CBS had to protect the Cowboys and the Patriots. They had to say, no, we're not getting that one. Yeah. 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 So, you know what? Maybe the options weren't good enough for them to just do it. And they just said, you know what? And do, do we want to use the flex against the NLCS? Is it worth it? That could be it. Right. That's fair. That makes a lot of sense. All right. We got a lot coming up here. Uh, Mike Lombardi is going to join the show coming up at 10 a.m. Our Odyssey NFL Insider later on in the show. The, you know, the NBA starts tomorrow. I feel like I'm just overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. There's so much going on. We have the NBA started tomorrow. So we'll talk to our guy Ryan McDonough on NBA. Uh, big picture stuff, futures, everything you need to know for the start of the season. And we will reset all the baseball. 2-0 Braves in the NL. The Braves are the favorite to win it all. And 1-1 in the American League. We'll come back to this. I will go off the board. Urban Meyer gets a win. Dan Campbell's calling out his quarterback. we got a lot to talk about. It's BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.